Welcome back to issue four of We Are Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That's EMH for short. That's how you probably found us. You just typed in EMH. Uh, but like always, we are your hosts. It's me, your boy Eric, and Will. Very simple, plain and easy. The man is uh, dry toast. There's nothing wrong with dry toast. Hey, I'll eat a whole chicken. You can have some dry toast. Uh, it's four fried chickens and a Coke. Not one chicken. It's four four whole fried chickens. I'm not I'm I'm not that good. I'm not like Jake. I can't eat that many. So I have to go with just one fried chicken. Is that another Adventure Time reference? No, that was uh, it's Jake and Elwood, isn't it? Oh, I have Adventure Time on my mind right I'm now. I'm keeping the Blues why. Brothers uh, Fair reference enough. going. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Blues Brothers aside, this is uh, the fourth episode of EMH. And if you're like, huh, four, that's my favorite number. I'm going to pick up this episode. <laughs> but well, not listen to the other three. No, not listen to the other three that were that that are right before this. And, you know, keeping continuity. You know, four is your favorite number. I get it. We all have favorite numbers. There it is. Uh, but th- what we do is we break down our favorite cartoon show, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That's Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. But... We keep it short. We like using EMH. You know, it's easier. We're two modern kids. We use the LOLs. What's that? Laugh out loud. I don't laugh. That's true. You don't. Don't go back to the other episodes. You won't hear Will laugh. It's very sad. He's very dry. Yes. <laughs> so we go through the episode, uh, not step by step, but you know, we point out our favorite parts and, and what we liked about it and things we found interesting and talk about that. And, uh, then later in in our issue in this podcast, we talk about uh, exactly how that ties back to the Marvel Universe and specifically MCU. Eric will give you some some wrecks on uh, on some some good books, and it'll have to do with that uh, episode we're watching today. Yeah, so I'll recommend my favorite like comic book that's usually linked up to kind of similarities to the episode. Yep. Similar characters, usually. Yeah. All right, and today we are watching episode four of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It is Meet Captain America. So we're going to go watch it right now, uh, and we will be back on the other side of this quick break. After these messages, yeah. This is the end of the line, boys. Our job is to take down Hydra Science Base, and we've already got a man on the inside to get us in. Now... Let's go show the Red Skull that his day is over! Now we're back after watching our favorite epi- one of our favorite episodes. Meet Captain America. I love how when I come back, I'm like, now we're back! To blah, blah, blah. K-T-U-O-X. What? It felt very radio-y for me. Well, it was kind of a radio voice. Welcome back to this hour. You've been practicing, haven't you? A little bit. <laughs> Wow. So, Meet Captain America. I really like the title of this one, though, because it's, for those of you that don't know, Captain America is from the 1940s. Yes, it's true. Spoiler. Also, uh, our other episodes are Iron Man is Born and uh, Thor the Mighty or Hulk versus the World. This one's like, hey, you want to meet this guy? His name is Captain America. Yeah, and I like it because <laughs> Captain America is like, you know, he's like the dude next door. Very much. And he's, I like that. He, he will be our, our American Pie leader, our very good guy. You know, let's, let's follow this guy. Yes, I do say good gay because I I don't know why I picked it up from Wreck It Ralph. And now I just if you hear me say bad guy, I hear good guy. Uh, uh, I yeah. just kind of do a, a Zangief a bit, <laughs> just, so, a, just a little. Well, I go back and I was listening to like uh, listening to the other episodes because I edit them. 
and I, I hear it in my voice. I'm like, good guy, bad guy. Like, why do I say that? Well, it is amusing. Well, it is. I like it. Anyway, episode. So we open up on, of all things, open up in this man in green and purple with the strangest face that we've all ever seen. Yes. You know, it's just, it's kind of like a black outline with blue. And it's a Captain America episode. We're like, who's this dude? Yeah. And he's just going back and forth and he's like, take me to this time. Take Democles. Was it Democles? I was right. Democles base. Yeah. Yeah. Democles base. Take me to manual mode. Four seconds into the future, we find out later that this is Kang the Conqueror, one of one of our favorite villains ever. I think, especially in this just the show. Oh yeah, in the in the show specifically. I know we'll probably end up talking about this later, but uh, I think when they end up doing the like like the next villain, since we set up Thanos and Ultron and stuff. God, I hope it's Kang. I hope like the next villain is Kang. Like I really <gasps> do. I just had an idea. What? Oh, I can't tell you because we're going to talk about it later in the in the issue. Well, hold that thought. I will hold that thought. Hopefully, I remember. Uh, after we after we see that, we see we open up on these guys storming the beach, man. And it's not Normandy, because you know. Well, no, it's an old timey newsreel first. Oh well, yeah. Oh no no yeah yes because you see those tentacles just slither through like Europe and they're like. Yep. I'm like what? What HP Lovecraftian um, uh, like mechanism creatures trying to take over your like Europe. But it's not. It's the evil Hydra. Hell Hydra. Damn you, Hydra. I whispered it. Just like in the... Re- it's a reference to those movies. Which movies would those be, Eric? Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, the... Uh, or... or What? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sky. Yes. Sky. Stop it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the uh, the old timey newsreel then gives way to basically Captain America origins. You know he was a skinny kid, mm-hmm. and then I mean if you haven't seen the Captain America movies, where the heck have you been? And we'll look. We'll explain to you. They pump him full of uh, chemicals, uh, magical chemicals that change him into a big strong man. I don't want to say not magical. steroids. Not steroids. Don't no. do steroids, kids. Not steroids. Those aren't those. That's not what we do. We don't believe in that. We don't believe in that, Astrid. Yep. Uh, he was given something else that was not steroids. Vita rays, and then and then induced with Vita rays. There you go. But he was a volunteer for this program because he wanted to help his country. Of course. Which is a very 1940s ideology. Oh, super. You know the draft may be real, but like he was, he didn't care. He'd yeah, still he volunteered. Sign up. Yeah. He wanted. To, he would put his you know volunteers time yep. to for good old America. So uh, you God see him fighting in World War America. Two. Stop it. You see him fighting in World War II with his his group of howling of commandos. Misfit. He's in the land of misfit toys. Um, I was like, where are you going with this? No, because they're kind of misfits. <laughs> they're kind of they're they're very strange. Kind of an amalgamation of you got of, like Dum Dum Dugan in there. Yeah, you got uh our and of course all our allies like they're all different. We yep. have someone who represents the British country, French, mm-hmm. you know, so on, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and then the other guy that's in there that we find out. Oh, yes, James Howlett. Yep. And everybody knows who that is because he says, working on it, bub. And everybody knows that anybody that says bub in the Marvel Universe is Wolverine. Exactly. So James Howlett, that's Wolverine's name, was actually a member of the Howling Commandos, as was Nick Fury's papa. Papa? Or his grandfather. Is this this where it kind of ties in that he is his papa? Like the... 
Well, because he says Jack. Well, I mean, I just didn't know if that connected back in this universe. Well, I think it's implied. It's not a. It's not a huge plot element. No, it's it is implied that it but is it's implied. To be. Yeah. So you know, we see. We'll say it's. We'll say it's Nick Fury's dad. We'll say it. Yeah. Hey, if you think we're wrong, just message us on Tumblr. Yeah. We have a. Hey, we have a Twitter now and we have a Facebook. Go there. Tell us we're wrong. Yes, face page very important. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we see Captain America with his shield using his shield as a weapon. <gasps> but I thought the shield was supposed to be a defensive tool nope it's a weapon in captain america's hands of course and they're trying it's to also boomerang well yeah well no because it hits off stuff boomerangs it's it close enough it's close enough to, to a boomerang it's always somehow makes its way back and it's made out of vibranium but we don't know that yet <laughs> um the they are trying to get to a hydra base and they have a man on the inside and it turns out that that man on the inside is bucky barnes bucky barnes who is a teenager Yes. And when I first saw the episode, I was thinking, really? Bruce you, Wayne and what? Yeah, because it's it's the voice of Robin from the, the cartoon shows. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's uncanny how much Bucky Barnes is like Robin in this. Well, he's, and he, the, the way... I'm, I was waiting for an old chum. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's terrible. It's Cap, amusing. let's get him, old chum. Yeah. Red Skull, you're going down. And, you know, they're they're fighting the Hydra goons. Yes. You know, the generic Hydra goons. But I really like how they did the slow motion Oh, when stuff. they, especially when they do it with the like, commandos, they just yeah. do all slow motion. I love them. that. Because you're, like, you're introduced to each member of the Holland Commandos, mm-hmm. and, and they're fighting Hydra goons. Each one of them is fighting Hydra goons. And it's really awesome because it's in slow motion. It's like the old Batman show. Yeah. The so one like, with Adam West and Burt Ward. It's punch and then slow-mo it out yep. while you see very awesome Howling Commando take out green and yellow evil Hydragoon. Yeah. With your umbrella that you take into combat. Also, James Howlett sneaking underwater, not breathing, and then jumping out. In classic Wolverine style. Exactly. It's short, pretty awesome. Short of, a, of you know, claws, you know, pretty much. I thought his, when I when I first saw him doing that, like jump out of the water, I thought he was going to take his claws out. But I, I thought so too. I wonder if... I drew them in my mind. They were there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get off on an X-Men tangent now. But I wonder if, like in the X-Men universe, because this is Avengers universe. Yes. In the X-Men universe, is was he a member of the Holland Commandos? Uh, are we talking about just like six one six universe? Yeah. Are we talking about just generic six one six? No, that's the MCU. No, not he wasn't. In, well, because X Men isn't MCU. Properties. Yeah. But <laughs> we need to have like a dun 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 like properties. You know, well, we need to actually like have an episode where we just sort out who's got what properties. Like, you know, what film company actually owns the rights to what movies at this point i think lionsgate for one of the like interesting weird facts lionsgate owns man thing if you don't know who man thing is there you go lionsgate was also the same people who owned the punisher and did the punisher movies oh i have another idea about that too about the punisher yeah well why don't for we get, civil through, this war. Why don't we get war. through this episode and we'll see. are you getting me back on track oh hey we're all shocked. <laughs> that's like the first time that's ever happened. Alicia listener. just dropped her phone or however she's listening to it. I know. <laughs> there you go, fan. We referenced you. All right. So what, the one fan we have. Um, <laughs> so slow motion. More. They actually get into the Hydra base in an awesome fashion. Bucky smashes a guy with the, with the uh, drawbridge. It's pretty awesome. I liked it. Uh, and then they end up fighting a giant Cyclops monster. Because, you know, Cyclops monsters are 
common in World War II, but I like Bucky's comment. Man, we see some weird stuff, but this is kind of the weirdest one we've ever seen. I kind of like that. Uh, then they, uh, that's when they get, well, Bucky and Captain America get taken hostage. They kind of give up. They see the Red Skull. Red Skull's being, you know, doing his Red Skull thing. And then, uh, so they get taken hostage, hanging out, hanging out, hanging out, hostage. Skull, what are you doing? I'm going to win the war because I have these magical beings coming from the Bifrost. So he's actually using magic and science together, the Red Skull is, to get these beings from Asgard over to uh, Europe at the time to try to win the war. Which is kind of interesting because he's using science and, well, science magic together. So... um, they're going to, Bucky and Captain are going to try to thwart the plans by breaking the science equipment after they fight the Hydra controlled monsters from Asgard, which they successfully do. And then Red Skull is getting away. Bucky jumps on, or Captain America tells Bucky to stay put. And Bucky's like, well, no, I'm going to come with you, Cap. No, stay put. Cap says. So Cap ends up on the Red Skull's is it a spaceship? It kind of looks like a rocket. It, it really does. It really does. I think we're skipping over a lot of stuff. Well, there's not a lot. I th- I think so cuz we get to this is this is honestly one of my favorite parts because best thing about the cartoon show, best thing about the movies, the best thing that Marvel's doing is they're making they're connecting the world. They're making right. the world that is not only just, you know, it's it's huge. Right. But it's also a small world at the same time. Right, because everybody's what do we, connected. Who do we see? Talk to Captain America. Oh, Strucker. We see Von Strucker. Yeah. And the, as a okay. young man, too. Well, he's Lieutenant yeah. Strucker at this point. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's right. He yeah. Reports. And so we see, and this is like the best thing about the show. This is the best thing about the Marvel Universe is that, hey, let's reward the fans by connecting everything. Let's pay it off. And we do get a Zemo reference. We do get a Zemo reference too. Again, if you watch the show, if you enjoy it, if you listen to what we're saying, if you go back and you watch these actual episodes, if you're not just listening to us, but the show pays itself off. Well, and I mean, when you first explained it to me, you explained it as this is Marvel 101. Yes. And it is. Yeah. Because you get a reference to Zemo, who, spoiler, you will, we will meet later. Yes. And Strucker, who we've already met. Yes. Now we have Asgard coming exactly. in. Exactly. Red Skull, who everybody knows. Exactly, man. That's, no, you're absolutely right. That's, it's one of the, the best part of the shows. And I'm going to point it out. The show rewards fans for watching the show. Yeah. You know, and that Marvel Universe does it too, you know? Yeah. You watch you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man, they're going to tell you, hey, look, the stuff is referenced to other stuff. You watch Peggy Carter, it's going to reference other stuff. You watch the, the little one shots on the DVDs, there you go. It connects to the other stuff too. Yep. You know, no, so. they're really good at. I mean, Marvel is really great at making a franchise out of it. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. Exactly, and I think it's something that I don't think we talk enough, and I think everyone loves, and that we kind of glance yeah. over. You know, sometimes that we don't recognize it for what it is. Well, I'm sorry I missed that, but I was so excited about Captain America. Hey, aren't we all? I was excited about Captain so- America being on Red Skull's <laughs> rocket ship and Bucky being there too. Because this sets up what eventually will come to fruition. That was a big word, yes. Yeah, I know, uh, right? I'm very impressed. But it's fruition. <laughs> oh, damn it. 
tried. You were close. <laughs> Just not close enough. <laughs> close, but no cigar. Is that the word? That Well, yeah, that's the same. I don't like that. I don't smoke. Can we so. say close, but no tomato? Yes. Or something like that. I you, I'll I don't say like tomato. Cigar. I don't like cigar. So, um, <laughs> Captain America throws the Red Skull out of the rocket ship. Bucky gets stuck on it. And the line that we will all remember always... The world needs Captain America more than it needs Bucky. And Bucky gets kicks blown him. up. Yeah, kicks, kicks, kicks Captain America off <laughs> just before the bomb that Red Skull planted on his own ship. Why would he do that? Yeah, I don't know either. So uh, the rocket ship explodes. Bucky is on it, blows Captain America away from it, knocks him unconscious, and he falls seemingly to his death in the icy cold water. But is it really his death? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. So, uh, then we see what happens next. It was Kang again, right? We cut back to Kang, and then Kang's like, uh, well, what's wrong with this picture? Who uh, destroyed my... T- who's, who's time messing, stream. Who's messing up the time stream? Yep. And it shows a picture of... Well, a 3D hologram of Captain America. Yep. And we find out that Captain America, the time stream, he's like, well can't be possible i just saw him die in the 20th century i just traveled back in time to go see him die yeah because in in kang's time stream 20th century yeah then he's like wait yeah show me the records of the 21st yeah because in kang's time stream captain america basically ruins well kang kang says he conquers earth i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna conquer this planet just to have captain america ruin it yeah so So he would if captain america stayed down like never was found yep or was lost in the ice forever and just fleshied away you know wow well i didn't i didn't want to say die i wanted to say something a little bit better yeah it's like i can't come up with anything sunk if he sunk away into the depths of the ocean never to be seen again yes that's a little poetic yeah that sounds good uh then kang would be the conqueror of the earth in the future yeah but captain america apparently messed it up by being born by by being in the somewhere so by being the first avenger we find you just like saying that i do so we find that kang is actually going back in time into his time stream and trying to figure out how captain america survived well he says i i saw him die so what the heck um but then he says show me the records for the 21st century and captain america is there in the 21st century but we also see damocles base which is kang's spaceship and we see um his girlfriend, his presumed girlfriend, Princess, what's her name? I forgot what her name was. Uh, Princess, oh, it's it's slipping my mind right now. I can't remember. It, well, his girlfriend, Princess, it's not Rihanna, but it sounded like Rihanna. And it's not Lilandra, because that's X-Men again. Um, But then Kang's time stream starts to decay and go away, so people, his henchmen are disappearing. And... uh. It's all because Captain America came back and his princess uh, then starts to disappear as well. And he Kang vows revenge on Captain America and basically end of episode. I really like this episode, though. I did, too. This is this is one of the one of the better episodes, I think, overall VMH, just because um, it really does a lot of setup work. Well, and yeah, and we it find does out a lot of like wink, wink to you. Like yep. we said, you see James Howlett. Yep. You know, we see uh, Agent Nick Fury and his howling commandos. Jack Fury. 
Well, Sergeant Fury, not Nick. No, he says Jack. Yeah, yeah, his name is Jack, but I, uh, it's Sergeant Fury. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. So we see a Sergeant Fury in his Howling Commandos. It just does, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of references th- for those of you who are fans. Yeah, but there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of setup because a lot of this comes to fruition. See, there's that word again. <laughs> in uh, in the second season. It, it really does. Uh, well, I think Kang comes back before that. Yes, he does. I think he comes back in the first season. But I think it's just like it does a lot of like this is Kang. This is what Kang's deal. You know, this is Captain America. This is Bucky's deal. Wink, wink. Yep. <laughs> you know? No, it's I feel like, you know, we're making fun of Captain America saying, well, he's the first Avenger. But he kind of is. It kind of all revolves around Captain America, not only as a leader, mm-hmm. but as a character, too. Oh, yeah. And we'll see that later when we get into uh, the next couple episodes. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So yeah, well, we'll see Captain America later in the post breakout stuff. Yeah, that's right. You know, post post uh, Asgardian things happen. Yeah, because yeah, yep. Because I think yeah. And Hulk gets pissed about something and leaves. We don't want to spoil future episodes. No, 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 no. But you know, there's a lot. There's so much from this episode though that we could talk about. Like for setup with, wise. Oh man. Oh my gosh. We were just talking about it before the North before Stones. we started. Yeah, the those stones. The well, I can't say it because I don't want to spoil it. No, you don't. But I'm just saying, keep a an lot, eye out for those things later. Yes, a wink, lot wink. of this episode comes back later, in in this season and next season, but a lot of a lot of next season. Every time I wink, I, I want to actually add a sound effect post like, ching. Well, and he everybody he does actually like when he says wink wink, he's actually winking. Yeah, well, which those is kind of frightening. See me, you know, those of you that can't see me because there are only three, three of us in the room. That means Spencer. Hey, wait. We have gotten through an we're we're getting through an episode description and Spencer hasn't fallen out of her chair. Yelled her password. Yeah. Or burped so loud that we have to ask her to stop. This is This is this impressive. Is, and we're only on issue four. <laughs> Dang. Uh so Eric, what uh what is your book recommendation for this week? Is it a Captain America book? Yes, it is, sir. It is a great Captain America book. It's one of my uh, all-time faves. You need to start. This is one of the longest Captain America runs. It is by Edward Baker. You can. I will post a link on here for like an omnibus, which is a. It's a little bit of a pricier book, but it's like a huge, thick, big old book. And I'll and I'll post one for for volume one, but uh, Captain America issue one by Edward Baker. Uh, this is a great run to start on. This is when a new writer takes over and stays on the book for a very long time. I mean, he starts off in around 2005. Edward Baker picks up the book in 2005. And I think the last Captain America story that he wrote is around 2012. So that's a very long comic book wow, run. That is. Especially yeah. these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's getting a little bit longer for some writers, but this is a really good long run. Hey, when did Captain America first appear? Uh, ooh, that's a great question. Because, you know, we talked in, I, I can't remember what issue it was. I think it was issue one. We talked about, you know, how detective comics was Batman, action comics was Superman. I feel like Captain America would be pretty early in the in the comic days because... It's such a rah-rah America character. I would think it would have been in the 40s or maybe the 50s. Yeah, it was It was 1940. It was the golden age of comic okay. books. Yeah. Uh, in comic book world, uh, there's the golden age, the silver age, the bronze age. 
you know, and these these are different generations. They're time periods. They're different time periods yeah. of of comic books. So when I say a golden age, you know, this is this is the the first years of comic books really being its its medium. Writers getting paid well, artists getting paid well. Well, that was it becomes the, a we think of that as a heyday, right? Like a the, heyday, yes. the zenith of of comic books. Exactly. Yeah. You're a music guy. What would you say that for music? What is the zenith of music? Oh man, I, I don't even know. You wouldn't go back to to like Eastern Europe when like all those musicians were getting first like concerts and stuff. Maybe I mean, wow, I'd have to think about that. It might be, you know, might be. It was probably Mozart and Haydn because there were so many guys still there. Like Beethoven was just getting started when Mozart was ending, and so it was probably around that time. So classical well, age, really, really pain and yeah, we think of music. that as classical age. So like early basically seventh 18th century yeah for music same thing so this is the first time people are truly appreciating yeah the, the art form even if it is mostly by children but still mostly for children yeah yeah what's well, for them so who's really appreciating well and before that it was just like comics in the paper right yeah it was this it was the little strip that you got like uh, sunday comics yeah yeah okay you know sometimes a, a page or maybe three panels and a lot of those characters went by the wayside, though, right? Oh, yeah. Most of them. Most of the Golden Age characters. Because you got to remember that this is also a different time in the world. Exactly. You know, and in, in, in that line from Avengers, it is. Which, what do we, which it is. Because when, when, um, Avengers don't come in Golden Age. No, no, no. I'm thinking about the movie Avengers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The line from Avengers where Coulson says, you know, I redesigned the suit for you. Captain America says, do you think the Stars and Stripes are really necessary anymore? So I think it's really interesting that a character, Captain America, is still so popular, even though he was created in a time when American sentiment, sentiment for America was huge. You oh, know, there's yeah. huge America. Like you said, people were volunteering for war. You know, that the sentiment for America is so split right now. We're not going to get into politics. But, no, of course not. You know, it was such a huge thing. So they created a character that was... You know, rah rah go America. Mm -hmm. You give him a giant shield with the star and yeah. stripes, man. I mean, it, it's his chest is a star. And his on his forehead, the letter A is there. Yeah. So I mean, you create a character like that, but then he survives that golden age, which I think is really interesting. I'm surprised that I, I'm genuinely surprised that a when character like that stayed. I think Superman, Batman, these guys have made the test of time. Yeah. When it comes to Marvel, you know, Captain America has survived that. You know, for them. Yeah, because those are them. Superman and Batman are DC characters. Yeah, they're DC characters. But when it comes to like who stood the test of time, it was, you know, Captain America. Because Captain America had, before we see Chris Evans, there's about two other Captain America movies that existed. Really? Yeah. There's a 70s one. And then there was a like a, a pre that like uh, 50s, 60s ish. I'm surprised there wasn't a show. There's a black and white one. Because you know, Superman started out as a show. Like yeah. a TV show. Yeah, so did Batman. He had a small serial, though. I think he had, like, a couple episodes. Yeah, I'm surprised that Captain America didn't have something like that. That's interesting. What are Who are some of the other DC, or, excuse me, Marvel uh, Golden Age characters I, that survived? I, at the top of my head, I can't really think of any because he comes in the Golden Age. But he, he, Captain America. He, Captain America, comes in the Golden Age, but Marvel Comics doesn't really make its presence until Silver Age. There wasn't a golden age of... So golden of, age, what what was golden age years? Do uh, you know or do you have to look it up? Uh, no, just give me a second. Uh, the golden age of comics is between 1930 and the 1950s. Okay. You know? 
And so you have Wiz comics featuring Captain Marvel. You have comics like Superman, uh, Captain America, of course, like I said. So, you know, that is uh, the the period of then. There, There is uh, a couple characters. There's like Kazar the Great, the original Human Torch. Yeah. You know. Who was Nam- a robot, right? Namor the Submariner. The original Human Torch? Yeah. I thought he was a robot. He was one of the. He was an. He was a member of the invaders, uh, in the like the original teams, like uh, with uh, what should we call it? Uh, Namor. There you go. Thank you. The submariner. You know, and uh, he was on there. He actually had a sidekick named Toro. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so most of the Golden Age characters, I think, have kind of gone by the wayside or they're very minor characters now. I think for both DC and and Marvel. But then Silver Age, so Golden Age was 30s to 50s. Silver Age was, what, Uh, 50s to 80s? 70s. 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 Okay. You get get your Bronze Age of comics uh, post, like, 70s to 85. Okay. 85 is like the big change. And then for me, I hit 90s comics because 90s comics to me are their own generation, you know, because I was born in 1990 and the comics that I saw on the stands, like first, first, first ever, because mm-hmm. uh, the first way I picked up comic books was the Kroger's uh, down my street mm-hmm. had a small rack of stuff. That's a grocery store for those of you that don't know what Kroger is. Yeah. Because that's a regional thing. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is be regional? Yes. I guess so. They they do talk about Texas things all the time. Yes. Yeah, so if you're listening in Alaska, you probably don't have Kroger H E B. So those are grocery stores. So you saw it at the grocery store. So I saw it in the grocery store. In the back of the grocery store they had like a book section and there was like uh there was like two bookshelves of like books that they would sell. Then there was a magazine, like huge shelf. And very way, way in the back there was a comic books rack. Really? Yeah. So there was there was it was a big, you know, revolving like circle style rack. Okay. And it, they would update it with issues of stuff. Huh. And so that's when I first saw my stuff. You know. You know, what funny, was, funny what thing, was the f- first book I picked up was was uh, a Young Justice book. That's what I was just going to ask you. What was the first book? It, it's Young Justice, and that's a uh, a teen superhero team from DC Comics. Oh yeah, I do like them. So they had a good. They have a good show too. They have a good TV show. Yeah, I like their stuff. Yeah. So and and. I'll try to remember to say this more often, but, you know, we talk about where to get these comics. Yeah. You know, we like going here in Houston. We like going to Bedrock, Bedrock City. City comics, yeah. Bedrock City Comics. Um, Amazon also has a great selection of comics, but check out your local library. Yeah. Because I was looking for, you know, I read some DC stuff and the library has a ton of stuff. They have great graphic so, novel like collections. Yeah, make like, sure. You want to go back and pick up some of this older stuff. Yeah. They have like the masterworks of Marvel stuff usually. Yeah. Like I remember picking up those stuff like the, the the really like I picked these up and I was like, "Look at this art, man." But I mean, that was back in the day when like one guy had to draw like pages and pages yeah. and pages of stuff. So make sure you check out your library for stuff too. Uh cuz they may have it or you know, if they don't have it, they can get it from a different library. That's so, true. you know, if you're not sure about buying something or you don't know where to store it because you just have boxes and boxes and crates yeah. full of <laughs> comics, which will happen if you like comics. And hopefully you do since you're listening to us. But uh, check out your library. They have a lot of great stuff. They do. I do forget to mention that the library was one of the first places because even my school library had some. Yeah. You know, we had some stuff because I think 
our school library when it came to our comic book collection was donated from like other students. Ah. So some students would like, oh, you know, I'm done reading this one. Yeah. I've read it like a hundred times. So some of our collection was actually donated from others. Yeah. You know, of course they got stuff that they got. Yep. But you know, then there's some stuff that were given by other students. So. Yeah. Well, hey, let's take a qu- another quick break, and on the other side, let's uh, let's talk about Captain America in the Marvel universe yeah. in in MCU. What do you think? Let's do it. All right, here we go. I had hoped to test this blade on the great Captain America. You are not worthy to face me. Is it because I have more hair than you? Don't feel bad, Strucker. Maybe when you get older, it'll grow in. Sloppy technique. You shave your head with that thing, too? <laughs> that would explain a lot. Now we're back. Uh, again, you love voice. that. You love that coming back intro. <laughs> I do kind of. Now wow. we're back. And this time we're talking about. I'm. Can't, I have to stop. That's terrible. Like ten people just turned off. <laughs> At least you admit that it's terrible. <laughs> like I'm very impressed that you actually admit it. Look, I know I'm great at everything I do, but I know when I do something wrong. Why, yes. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, yeah, there was a couple things you wanted. You, we were watching the episode. You were like, X-Men, oh, stop. Save that for later. Then you were like, something, uh, stop, wait for later. What were some of those things? I don't remember now. <laughs> Keep on going. Because I don't, I don't remember what it was. Oh, so one of the things in um, in Captain America Winter Soldier, Hydra takes over everything mm-hmm. and then gets their butts kicked by Captain America. But uh, one of the guys we see is, um, I can't remember the guy's the name. The character's name in the... Yeah. Which one? The actor, Frank uh, Grillo or Mark Rumlow, the the fictional character? The fictional character. I mean, Brock. Brock Rumlow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plays a guy he's he's part of the strike team from from shield and he ends up getting kind of crushed when one of the insight helicarriers goes into the building when he gets into a fight with falcon yeah so he gets in a fight with falcon and then anyway he gets awesome crushed character. then you see him later it's not even a, a credit sequence so you see him later in the hospital and they're fixing him well he ends up being crossbones Yes, we see that. We see that. Well, we see well, him I getting mean, fixed. Well, we see we see him get kind of cleaned up. But, but I think you, if you were a fan, you kind of knew. Yeah. The entire time because he wears like the the, the crossbones in like the comic books has like the crossbone styles, two bones and an X across his chest. Yeah. Throughout the movie, he's wearing like some kind of buckle in the center. Yeah. With an X across his chest. Well, and they didn't change the name of the character. It's no. still the same. So you know, if you look, but they say Rumelow. I don't think they say like. Did they say Brock is name? Yeah, I, I believe like, so. Romulo, you going out on patrol? Yeah, it might going. be. It might, it might be last name only. I don't remember. But so I was thinking, Punisher is owned by not Marvel. No, they they own him back now. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that. I did. came over with it. Came over and it came over with Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. So those two characters are back. Well, now. I mean, in MCU. Yeah. They own the rights to that. That they own the rights to that. Oh. Well, see, I was thinking because they haven't introduced Punisher. Mm-hmm. Punisher plays a big role in the Civil War movies. What if it's Crossbones in that role anyway? Because 
this is not really a spoiler, but good guys and bad guys work together in the Civil War movies because mm-hmm. it's kind of government. Well, uh, well, wait. What? For people like who haven't read the book yet, I'm going to give you a quick short synopsis of what happens. Wait, and, uh, and then we'll tell you how close this is to the actual synopsis we actually know about yeah. for the movie because the plot just got released. Yes. So uh, go ahead. So the comic books, in the comic books, an explosion happens in a small town out of nowhere by superheroes ended up killing like some uh, local town, uh, killing a lot of people. Bad guy kills them because superheroes went in. And so people were outraged and pissed that this would happen. So they're saying that heroes need to... Uh, you know, Go- government says government says that well people are saying this and they're asking the government to right. have uh them say well register them up let's know their secret identities let's know everything about them because they need to take responsibility for their actions yep they can't just put on mask stop this bad things happen they can run off no we don't know who it is we can't go we can't just like arrest spider-man because we don't know who spider-man is you know he can swing away and not be caught by the police so anywho so there's a registration act that says all heroes need to register up and just be all about like, you know, sign you gotta your register name off, your powers, powers, what stuff. you do, where you are located. And you'll be a government employee. Yes. So you'll be a hero, but you'll also be a government employee. So what ends up happening is, you know, some of the heroes do not agree with this idea. They're not very comfortable with the idea of I shouldn't have to register. I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart. I'm not getting paid. I'm not doing anything. You know, they messed up. I didn't. Why should I suffer for them? Other heroes are like, no, they're right. You know, some because there's some heroes who live with their identity out in the public, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, well, no, we do it. We take responsibility for action. If we mess up, someone can call me, email me, stand out in front of my door and held a picket sign and be like, you know, you did bad, you know. But for some other people, that doesn't happen to them. They get to have two lives. Yeah. And so they're they're basically two factions of super people that decide that you know we're going to split up yeah which uh the leader of one group is captain america and yep. the leader of one, the, and that's the leader of like secret identities no government no registration yep none of this and then the leader of like registration yes iron man yeah so basically we have two factions that fight each other then mm-hmm. you know the yes registration no registration fight each other mm-hmm. in in civil war and that's that's the synopsis of the civil war comics. synopsis Synopsis? Synopsis. Did I say synopsis? Yeah. Because uh, I'm fancy like that. Uh, synopsis. Well, that just sounded terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and the actual plot of the Civil War movie is going to be very similar. Except they... it's not going to be um, because of an explosion in a small town. It, they said it's going to be for sure about the Registration Act. Right. But it's, I thought it was going to be because of the Ultron stuff. They're or was saying... that my idea? No, they're saying post in a post Ultron world, you know, people feel that you know heroes need to take responsibility for their actions. Right. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like it, it's going to be because I, of Ultron. The the way I read it is post, you know, in this generation because I don't think Ultron's the only factor. Let's realize well, what happened in Civil War. I mean, not Civil War. Uh, Winter Soldier. Exactly, and, and we were other, talking about this earlier yeah. because now there's no Shield. Shield was a government agency that kept track of these things. Exactly, it was supposed to be in charge of all this stuff. Well, now we don't have S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, yeah, ostensibly. And, and by this point, we'll have a Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen. Yep. You know, by this point, we will have, you know, multiple heroes going out and cause, who've caused destruction. Not everybody knows who they are. Not everybody knows that, you know, who Thor is or where Thor is, you know, his jam is. Right. You know. But get this. 
Like what Hulk if too. Hulk? That's a good thing. Hulk happened. Yeah. You know. But what about this? So Shield no more. Government goes to Tony Stark. Says we need help. We need to create some sort of something to help regulate all this stuff. Be our representative. That's well, no. That's why Tony Stark creates Ultron. You think that's what the Ultron move is about? Yeah. You think the government's like help us out? I think the Ultron move most likely is going to be is like post uh iron man 3 he destroys all his stuff right and he remakes it and he's like maybe i shouldn't be a part of this maybe i shouldn't be on the forefront right but ma- remember remember he says in one of the in the newest trailer i think it was he said you know i created this ultron program as a protection protection yeah. thing for the world mm-hmm. that's kind of what shield was doing before yeah that's- so what if the government asked stark to do that and he kind of gets back to his weapons roots and that's also another reason why captain america could be pissed at him is because like you created this you said you didn't want to do weapons anymore but now you created ultron and you're basically creating a weapon yeah so that could be the the start of the 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 captain america versus iron man thing this is i think civil war like post ant-man will be on civil war like ah like we've been for ultron yeah um well and and from what i've read it's basically Oh, and it's confirmed Russo Brothers will be, uh, uh, oh, sorry, never mind. What? I don't think that, I forgot. I was going to say, Russo Brothers were directing the Infinity movie. Oh. They did Winter Soldier. I don't know who's doing uh, Civil War. I'm going to look it up quickly on IMDb. Yeah. Thank you, So, the, um, I forgot what I was going to say. But it would be really interesting to see how they tie Ultron back into Winter Soldier. Oh, no. The Russos are directing Civil War also. I thought they were, yeah. Yeah, me too. I thought so too, but I wanted to double check too. Yeah. Because I wasn't 100% sure. So the Russo brothers did Winter Soldier and now they're doing Civil War as well. And I think they, I think I read something that they said it's basically Avengers 2.5. Because Avengers two is Ultron, and then Civil War is going to be two point five. I think it's going to be. The, I think, I think it's more of a really good epilogue. Well, but it's not even really an epilogue because it's going to take this whole thing. Well, is an epilogue after the story? Right, but it's a new chapter. Or would you say it's a point a part two? Honestly, I would say it's a part because two. I, if I say point five, I think it's. I don't think of the second half. You think, think of the this original Spider Man movies where like the point five was the. Uh, like the stuff that left the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull like a crap. director's cut yeah. some, of some sorts. Well, and it's it's got to be it's got to be kind of a, an Avengers based Civil War does. It's got to be kind of Avengers based because it's Captain America and Iron Man. They're Iron two Man. of the main Avengers. And I I think the article that I read about the plot also said that Spider-Man is confirmed. Spider-Man will be confirmed. He has been, since he's been bought over, he will be in the Civil War movie. Which is pretty awesome. They have him rights in for the movie. How they're going to, if they're going to use him like the comic books, I would say, I'll, I'll just say go pick up the book. Go to comicsology.com. I'm going to go ahead and uh, link that in the in the, the notes. I'm going to link in the notes to get Civil War as, yeah. uh, as you know, as a pickup. Uh, it's a good read. It's not a if you get one of like the volume trades, which I'll link into. It's it's not a huge, long, super big read. Yeah, and and this is one of those big books that's a crossover book. Yeah. So you know, it's like 
you know, we have Spider-Man coming in, we have Avengers coming in, Captain America, Fantastic Four. So we have this huge crossover event in the Marvel Universe. And DC does this a lot too. Yeah. But you don't have to read all the side stories. So you don't need to read all the Spider-Man stuff that comes with it or all the Avengers stuff that comes with it yeah, or yeah. all the Iron Man stuff. You can do just Civil War and it'll make sense. It'll tell you the story. Yes. But if you're like, I wonder what's going on with them. I wonder what's happening to them during this exactly. moment in time. That the whole universe is, has to go through kind of a big event. You know, this explains what that is. Yeah, and there's some side stories that yeah. will make more sense if you read the side stories, but you don't have to. Yeah, they to just get add a little the, more detail. Yeah. And, and I cream on top, man. I really want to see how they're going to introduce Spider Man. I, I do too. Because in I the really book, we've talked about this before, Spider Man is kind of the go between between these two factions. He ends up kind of being part of both. Yeah. And he's he's the buffer in between because yeah. He is a major player and has been a major player in the Marvel Universe. Yes. And the issue with that is he's not a big issue major player in the MCU because he hasn't been established like these other characters. Well, because he he was owned by Sony. Yeah, at the time. So, but now he's... And, you know, we were were talking about how they're going to introduce this character and, you know, there's... Peter Parker does some huge stuff in civil war mm-hmm. and he reveals himself to everybody as peter parker hey i'm i'm peter parker but i'm also spider-man i was telling you what if marvel can keep it secret who's actually going to play spider-man until that moment in the movie then i will be in the theater yelling like a little fanboy because that would be stinking awesome I, I, if they I could would, do that i would love that but they couldn't even keep uh the post credits for avenger uh iron man one it was yeah. all, it was leaked on the internet like Oh damn, Sam but, Jackson showing up in an eye patch. But I feel like I feel like that's you know that's so long ago. That's early Marvel, that's uh, early, early MCU though. But I, I feel like if they MCU. wanted to, I think they that's could early do MCU it. at the same time. But like, if that was able to get out then, when it wasn't like when that wasn't a big deal, we live in today where like I can't scroll. Yeah, I can't down my Twitter, my Facebook wall, my Tumblr wall, whatever it is on my social media without some like rumor news yeah know. my social media too yes your social media because we'll have social media my book and face page and stuff like that exactly um but what? no because i think of it like a, a, a news luke blog. luke yeah. i am your father yeah you can't go down a news blog without it you know i think like, about it like a star wars reveal mm-hmm. because nobody knew that darth vader was luke's father yeah. except for james earl jones and george lucas essentially yes until the movie came out but that is a different time but if they could do that Oh, if only, if only we could live in a world where that would happen. But then you told me that that some sixteen-year-old was just in the Marvel offices, offices doing something. Yeah, there was there was um, up in the Marvel offices, someone had come up to you know talk to Marvel about some stuffs. You know, see some things that are going on. So this is the rumor that uh, at this point in time, today, which is March twenty-fifth. March twenty-fifth. Thank you. That, uh, Actually, no, it's March 30th. Well, you're counting Monday? Yeah, because we release on Monday. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you get to know we record the episode before Monday. It gives me time to edit, find cool little sound effects, like last week's episode. Okay. I like if you, So at the time of recording. No, 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 no. One of my favorite moments, you need to go back. If this is your first episode, go listen to the first like, couple minutes with Will's Sexy News Hour. Uh, it is not Sexy News Hour. It <laughs> is jazz contemporary jazz voice get uh, it right exactly uh i mateus ward m-a-t 
E U S. That's Mateus. Yeah. Ah, yes. Got it right. You pronounced something right. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mateus Ward uh, went up to the Marvel offices to talk to Marvel. So it's possible that the 16 year old could play the new Spider-Man. Oh. They have been talking about that. They want to go with a much younger, like high school Spider-Man. Yeah. Cause Andrew Garfield is like 30. I don't, is he really? Something like that. I mean, he looks high. Like he looks young. He looks senior, high school, entering college. Yeah. You know, but he but is thirty-one. He's thirty-one. Yeah. The man looks very young. But you want you he want it to like be he's, uh, like he might have been in Manhattan when those dogs invaded. Nice. <laughs> and it wasn't an invasion. It was. I thought dogs invade Manhattan was the name of the episode. No, of the Doctor Who one. Yeah. No, I don't think it was that. I think it was because um, that's when. I know the second part is human Dalek. Yeah. Because it ends with the cliffhanger like half human, half Dalek. I don't remember what. That's with the pigmen, right? Yeah. But this is not a Doctor Who podcast. It's an MCU podcast. We are Doctor Who. <laughs> Good lord, that would take forever. Um, but the only uh, when we get to the Moffat years. I know. Yeah. I know you want it. I know you want the Spider Man to be. Not Peter Parker. I was thinking there was like people talking about that. Why don't we reinvent Spider-Man? We do have a modern Spider-Man, Miles Morales, that yep. exists in the Marvel Ultimate Universe that now is colliding currently to this point in time. That is colliding with uh, the 616 to make one new universe and things are going to change. Secret Wars. I think I did a little bit of an ad. <laughs> You're so excited for Secret Wars, I, though. I am. But anywho... Uh, there is another Spider-Man, Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man from the Ultimate Comics. And I thought, why don't we do a new Spider-Man? Personally, for me, I, my, I am a Latino male. So he is half uh, Latino, half you know, black. So I thought, that's great. Spider-Man's one of my favorite heroes. Have someone that looks a little bit more like me. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite heroes. So I'm totally on board. There was talks like way back when, when they did the Andrew Garfield stuff, mm-hmm. when they rebooted it. They were like, it's so close redo it with Miles Morales because he had just got introduced and they said cast Donald Glover for Spider-Man and that was the big you know Donald Glover for Spider-Man you know that's a big old you know back in the day kind of stuff well and it, it would make sense because Marvel's getting a lot of flack right now for not having female characters or or minority characters yes. in MCU it's true I mean like every, every Avenger is white but you know I, I think I think what MCU is also doing is setting themselves up for really long term they're going right now. They have planned through twenty. It said that twenty Kevin, or something. Kevin, Kevin Feige does say that he has a twenty twenty plan. Like it's on his wall somewhere, somewhere in a secret location, which we will try to get into. Pass a hydro pace. Seriously, <laughs> biometrically screenings. Exactly. But you know, I think what they're trying to do is also they're trying to set it up for a long term. Because yeah. another spoiler alert: if you don't know comics. Heroes don't stay the same. No, they like, don't. Steve Rogers, not always Captain America. God, don't get me started. No, but I think what's going to happen is because the Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm. I think that they might reboot it after that. I, I mean, it not possibly, reboot it, but it's not going to be Iron Man and Hulk and Black Widow. I think it might be. I think we'll have a new Avengers. Exactly. Right? And so the new Avengers would be new Captain America, oh. could be new Spider Man. Right. I would love that more than anything so, else. So, I mean, I think that they, they could do that. And I think they're setting themselves up. So, it makes sense. I would like to see Miles Morales, but I don't think they will because no. I think they're waiting for that. 
I'm just hoping in in my day and age that I'll live to see a Miles Morales on the. Oh yeah, absolutely. Screen. But I hope one day to see that. You know, and and here's another. If you don't want to hear this, turn off for five seconds, or until we tell you to come back on. But Bucky ends up being Captain America. Uh, in the comic. In the comic books, and I just read that Sebastian Stan, I think that's the actor's name. Yes. Is signed up to do another six movies, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's, I think his was a six got, move, six or a seven or eight movie deal. Well, I mean, well, six. Let's just put it in. He's done two so far. Yep. We, we they said he will show up in Civil War. Yep. That gives him three more movies. Yeah. Let's say he's in Avengers Part One and Two. That leaves him for one more. I don't know why he would be in Infinity though. Infinity. Yeah. I don't know why he would be in Infinity Wars. Well, I mean, because I feel, because I feel, I feel the way Infinity Wars is going to go down. This is the ultimate cash, you know, in the check. Everybody come. Everybody show up that day yeah. on set. This is this is the realest moment ever. Yeah, but you know, thinking beyond of beyond Infinity Wars, it's Thanos versus everybody essentially. Pretty much is what we're hoping it. To be. We're hoping it, yeah, because that's another great book. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that later. But after that, we hope that you and I are hoping that they do Kang. Yes. Because we'd like to see Kang as a villain. We would love to see that. Because he's, you know, Thanos is the Mad Titan, but Kang is like he's a time. conqueror. He's a time lord. <laughs> he has another Doctor Who reference. But, um, or can regenerate. Uh, yeah, this is turning into a Doctor Who episode. The uh, <laughs> But Kang is a great, great character, especially oh, in, in the David cartoon. David Tennant will be in the Marvel Universe, though. Yes. He will play uh, the. We because that's later because we get one of those episodes here in in earth's mightiest heroes but we'd both like to see kang as a villain because we were brainstorming on who who are the other major villains that they could bring in for avengers or you know big crossover stuff Mm -hmm. avengers or uh guardians you know who else are they gonna do yeah for villains because some of the villains are just dumb well we just can't do them this doesn't make any sense what D-list villains are you thinking of? Um, I can't remember who the dumb ones are. I would love to see a leader one day. Oh, the leader, yeah. The leader would be a great villain to see, especially, you know, it'd be a little Hulk eccentric, you know, yeah, kind of stuff. I would like to see that. Um, uh, Kang, of course, is one that I want to see. I don't know how Ultron's going to go down here, but I would, you know. Kang, well, but I, I think... I want to see a very, like, if they don't do it in this movie, I want to see a very, like, Ultron transferring like AI, like I want to see a very like technical. Oh no! I just forgot. You know what we forgot with Civil War? What? Zemo is in Civil War. Zemo is in Civil War. We forgot that. But they they killed him in 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 Winter Soldier. Zemo? Yeah. No, Zola. Zola. You're thinking Zola. Oh, I'm saying Zemo is in Civil War. They killed Zola. I'm thinking Zola for some reason. I don't know why. I forgot about that. This is going to be like an eight-hour movie. Well, they did cast Zemo. Zemo has been casted. Exactly. That, there's but guy casted for that role. The reason I was thinking about that is because so many of these great villains are from the Silver Age or the Bronze Age mm-hmm. when it was Cold War, it was communism bad. So, you know, some of these characters, these great villains come from that age. How do you recast them? Not recast. How do you rewrite them so that they're current and modern? And I think that that might be one of the things that MCU has to deal with is well, because how do you make... We haven't seen the Mandarin yet. 
We right. saw a fake Mandarin in three. Correct. I would like to see a Mandarin villain come right. up because. Uh, for those of you who didn't see the one shot, there's Hail to the King one shot. If you get Captain America the Winter Soldier, they do a little like one shot in comic books are like a one and done story. You pick it up, you mm. read it, it's one and done. Doesn't continue. It's just a short story someone wanted to share with you. Uh, so they do the one shots the same way, the same way they do like a little story they want to tell you. Well, it ends with, you know, the the Mandarin character, the not real Mandarin character from Ben Kingsley. Yeah, Ben Kingsley from yeah. Gandhi. Yes. Uh, from uh, Iron Man 3 Iron Man 3 uh, get caught up in like you took a real man's name now we're going to take you down and then we see the the ten rings and the two swords that we saw hinted in the first movie and then of course the third movie yeah well I just wonder because you know Civil War is government regulation how do you how are they going to and this isn't a question that we're going to be able to answer here but how do you rewrite some of these characters that are you know communists like Zola and Zemo, they're they're kind of communistic characters. Even Red Skull. Yeah. How do you rewrite them for modern age? Because you know we don't think of the Red Scare anymore. You know, no. Red Skull is red no, for a but, reason. But, but the same way Hydra worked out, I think is the way we can connect things back in in this last movie, yeah. in the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think the way we we put it in, we put it in kind of like. The right, bad that, people are under our nose. Right, but that's how that's I, I wonder how they're gonna. You know, that's not only Red Scare, these. but I think that's in today's kind of stuff. Well, yeah, but you it means a different way. But that's why I wonder how they're going to write these villains because they can't just be overt villains. Yes. You know, villains today can't just in, be like I'm in bad. stories. Yeah. You know, you can't do classic James Bond spy crap. No. Where it's James Bond versus Spectre. You, you mm. can't do that anymore. It has to be, you know, covert. It has to be, you know, computer based stuff. It, the you villain know, it has, has to, to be have like some that. kind of good reasoning for yeah. villainy. He can't just be like, I just don't like you. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's it's hard to do Sinister Six now. I don't think They're so. going to do it, but... I think the way they were setting it up in the movies, it was like Spider-Man kept pissing yeah. off these gangsters. Right, but I mean... Stopping them. So all these gangsters are like, well, we can't take them out by ourselves. Let's right. get it all together. And some guy's giving us like ultra oh, weapons. absolutely. Absolutely. But you know? I feel like with Spider-Man, the way Sony did Spider-Man, it was more, you know, existed by itself, where I mm-hmm. think Avengers is... I almost said realistic, but... Well, I would like to see, you know what I would like to see though, get back on topic a bit, Hmm. a Masters of Evil. Why don't we get all the characters that were in the previous movies, villains to show up together and say, look, I can't beat Tony Stark. I can't beat them. I can't beat. So you have villains who survived come back together. You know what I would like to see is a Masters of Evil movie, period. Just, just, Just all set up. Yep. I would watch that. Because, you know, and, and my thinking is we have Avengers. We yeah. know where they came from. Why don't we set up a Masters of Evil? And that is really popular right now because Wicked, the musical, is super popular. Yeah. We and like to that, see what our villains exactly. are. Exactly. We want to see where they came from because yeah. maybe villains, maybe they're... Not so bad. Maybe they're bad guys. But, just you know, a bad just, guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Yeah. So I would really like to see that. That would be very interesting. No, I completely agree with you. I would, I would watch that. I would watch the heck out of that. I would really like that. A, a Zemo come together and be like, Captain America did me wrong. Let's see who else I can find. Well, and and that's one of the big things. You know, I think that's a theme right now in movies, art, literature, all that stuff. Right now, is mm-hmm. our bad guys really bad? Yes, they're just they're the same person with different motivations. Yeah. So you know, questioning you know, who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. 
I think that history is written by the victors. They that lost, would be so they are the bad guys. That would be very interesting to see. Wow, yeah. Marvel, take notes. We'll write it, right? No, I can't. We'll write. take care of it. I can't write. No, that's very true. <laughs> I'll write it. You'll tell me what to write, but I write it in eighth grade level, so that's true. Spencer did. So say I've been that. told. Spencer told you that. So no, but I think that would be really awesome if they did a Masters. Of, that would. Mind blown right now. Yeah, a Masters of Evil uh, would be great to see. I would watch that. Yeah, that would totally be really good. That. That no, you know, because really they great. are reinventing the 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 genre over there. Like, let's look at Guardians. Like, no one, like there was very few Guardian books in general. There were very few Guardian runs. You mean Space so, Avengers? Space Avengers. There were very few, and they were like, "Why don't we just grab these characters and make them reinvent them?" Yeah, to be fun, you know. They don't have to follow Super Canyon, but they can still yeah. be fun and great at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's what's so great about what MCU is doing, what Marvel is doing with the MCU is yeah. we're going to make this fun. We're going to make it popular so people read the books, but they don't have to be canon because we're making our own canon with yeah. MCU. It's a different universe. It's well, the, that's it's the Marvel think... Cinematic Universe, so it's our own stuff. Yeah, We're going to follow canon somewhat, yeah. but I think we're going to do our own stuff too, so it's entertaining. Become, in today's generation, canon, comic book canon, and just general stuff like canon overall it's very it's it's used correctly it's used to uh influence the story versus yeah, and further a story versus hold it back yeah so if there's something that's holding it back well, let's not talk about it let's not worry about it if yeah. it's gonna project the story forward let's do it you know if as long as it's important yeah and i i think you know really hardcore comic book fans i think can go either way on liking that or not because sometimes well, it's great to follow all those you know past things but and then but sometimes then it's oh well no this guy's not actually dead because really yeah well the 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 issue is you know uh that i've dedicated all these hours i paid for all these books i've done all these things all this hard work was put into it and now you take away all my hard work which i never think as as a fan as a fan, which personal belief, like if that's how you felt, then I think you should stop reading in general. Well, let me ask. Cause I'm not saying that like put away your books. I'm saying like maybe this isn't becoming fun for you anymore. Maybe this become because if it stops, if you stop for a second and like I don't like it, well then it stopped being fun for you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. And go go and like go back and enjoy what you did enjoy, and or find something new to enjoy. Find something yeah. new and fun because you know the. You can't repeat the same story. Well, and like times. like we said earlier, the the guy that wrote the ca- the Captain America wreck that you had today, uh, the Edward Baker run. Yeah. You know, that's a huge. That's like seven years of writing the same book. Mm-hmm. Writers aren't doing that anymore. And let me ask you this: Has because I think of Golden well, I don't Age think ever even. I well, think but but in Golden back, Age, you had the you, same similar guys writing, and it was a lot smaller companies. Now has has DC and Marvel have they gotten too big? Where now we see, you know, so many writers doing so many different things. We have this guy writing these five issues, then he's going to something else, then this girl's coming in and she's writing this, and this guy's drawing this, even that too. Exactly. So we have, you know, this girl drawing drawing the new Miss Marvel, then going to, I don't know, a new Hulk. That was that's not right, but it's an example. Yeah. So are we getting? And and I think is there less? What I'm asking you is there less oversight from? the heads of Marvel and or DC with regards to canon because of that. No, I don't think so. I think, especially the way things are going down in comic books, we have 
we have the new 52 we have convergence coming up for dc we have secret wars coming up for marvel which you're really excited about we're resetting kind of the the status quo to zero and it's always kind of been that way recently Mm -hmm. and you know in this modern very modern generation of comic books yeah let's reset to zero let's reset to zero if you want to pick up from here you can pick up from here okay it's just a story I don't think that's 100% true, but I feel in a bit of a way, like, do things get overseen? Things do get forgotten. But then again, you have decades of comics to, to oh, reference back to. The the ability to always be canon is well, it's almost, almost, almost too impossible. You'd yeah, you can't to, do it. You'd have to read every issue in detail 100 billion times. You know, and well, and that's the great thing about comics, but that's also the sucky thing about comics <laughs> is because, like, what is canon? All right, who's alive? That's why I and make who's my dead? recommendations. My recommendations are a lot of like number one start yep. off points. Like, you can come in here and you're safe. Yeah. You know? And then that's, again, the great thing about the MCU is hey, you want to learn about Captain America? Great. Captain America, the first Avenger. There you go. It's a great story. You know, you want to learn about Iron Man? Great. Iron Man. Mm, go watch the movie. Yeah. And, and even the Hulk with the. You know, mm-hmm. The first phase one movie, mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk. Was it Iron Man or Hulk? Hulk. I keep getting confused. I think it was. I think it was The Incredible Hulk first. Okay. But yeah, what? Whoa. I don't know. Either way, so you know, even with that, we changed actors, but you still have a great. You still know what's going on, so I think that's what's great about the MCU is it's really pulling people from all walks of life whereas before comics were you know well you're nerdy you're geeky or whatever you read comics now it's becoming cooler because it's easier to pick up it's easier to pick up and, because and you that, can that happens now with especially with we've we boast about them all the time because we love them but if you go to comic books now you can go to comic book store marvel now books you can pick up a book there's a short description like paragraph of what his just is uh kind of maybe a paragraph or two about what's going on yep well it's and, becoming it's more of a book yeah like, and less of a less of a, a comic. It's it's more book base. What do you mean? I mean, like you can actually read a synopsis of what happened yeah, the now fir- the, and the what the happens before. The first page is like yeah. characters, synopsis, turn into here Current images story. follow. Here images and follow. And yeah. that's the best thing. Like you can go to a comic book store today and say, I'm interested in, in like Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. Yeah. You can go pick up a trade, catch up on a couple trades, start picking up a couple issues, and you're in. You know, they have the, the Marvel AR app, so you can hold it. Like, I remember, like, when it came out, I held it over a book, and it gave me a quick synopsis of, like, this is what happened, this is what the story is, and this is what's going on now. Yeah. And, you know, like... Golden Age didn't have that. No, it didn't. What's AR? Uh, augmented Reality. But it's a little app. It's called uh, AR. But that's the, it's the company that makes it. Okay. You know, but there's that's a Marvel, like the version. There's a Marvel version of it. Yeah. You hold it over the, you hold it over the, the comic book, comic book comes up raises and turns into a screen and then screens into your like fades into your phone becomes a video you watch it done fades back in i'm still amazed that this little rectangle can fit music <laughs> so hashtag parks and rec reference yeah i bet anyway uh i think we've talked about enough stuff this week we could keep on going for a long time that's why we started the show that's why because we could go for a long long time we could go on for days if, if left alone. And we it will. Iron, Iron Man is the first one. Oh, Iron Man was first. Yeah. Okay. May there you 2nd, go. 2008. Dang. A little uh, bit what? of 
history into myself. I hadn't even graduated high school by this point. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh. All right. So next week, we're going to do the Ant-Man and Wasp episode. The, yes. The Man in the Anthill. Oh. Man. Which is kind of a double episode. It's not a two-part episode, but there are two stories in it. There's, there's two kind of adventures. Yeah. But I mean, adventures. we've had that in the show so far. Kind of, but this is specifically two adventures in two different time periods. Because we've had Tony Stark, then Hydra Adventure. Then right, but it's just... In it, Thor, we had uh, Earth Adventure, then Asgard Adventure, then Loki. Right, but these plot. are two s- separate things. What do you mean? Because one of them's in Africa and one of them's back in New York, right? Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. Earth Asgard. Yeah, but it's anyway. Uh, so that's what we're going to do next week. And we will get some more wrecks from Eric about Ant-Man and Wasp. And also, this is our last episode of introducing characters. The Ant-Man one is, not this yeah. one. Right, the Ant-Man one. Yeah. But that's our that's our last episode of introducing characters. So theoretically, in two issues, we will be talking about Avengers proper. Yes, we'll be talking. Oh, I don't want to say Avengers proper, but... Uh, more Avengers. Team Avengers. Yes, Team Avengers. Versus solo Avengers. Yeah, so we we kind of stop introducing Avengers characters Yeah. after The Man in the Anthill. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this one because it's also, I like this one. It's kind of fun. I, I do too. This is a lot of fun. And um, I, I, you know, as a modern comics book reader, I like Hank Pym. He's a really good guy. You go back and you read old Hank Pym? Not so much. Exactly. But... Nonetheless, we'll get to more on that on the next episode. And thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Our world's about to break. and Lost from when we wake. There's no way to go back. I'm standing on my own. But now I'm not alone. Oh my god, Spencer.